have some movies you'd like us to review? Tell us! Send us an email at driveinmovieshr at gmail.com. Or slide into our DMs on Instagram and Twitter at drivemoviespod or on Facebook at Hogan and Rudy. Let us know what to watch next. And now, on with the show. Welcome back to another week of Driving Movies with Hogan and Rudy. Week two of Spooky September. Heading into Rudy's Spooky Picks for the month. We have two recent mm, horror-slash-thriller movies uh, that are both on streaming platforms. Uh, This week we have Things Heard and Seen, and that is going up against... I almost said what year it was from, and then I realized. (laughs) That's my my thing. I don't want to give you the answers too early. Uh, That is going up against Down. So one from Netflix, one from Hulu. Uh, let's start with Things Heard and Seen, the Netflix movie. Uh, that is from what year? 2021. Yeah, brand new movie. This is our first movie from this, this year? decade? This decade, yeah. It <laughs> yeah. very well could be. Uh, that is directed by Sherry Springer Berman and Robert Polcini, also written by both of them, uh, based on a novel by Elizabeth Brundage. The novel called All Things Cease to Appear. That stars Amanda Seyfried as Catherine Clare, James Norton as George Clare, Natalia Dyer as Willis, Alex Neustadter as Eddie Vale, and then you also have F. Murray Abraham as Floyd De Beers, Karen Allen as Mayor Lawton, and Ray Seahorn as Justine as a nice supporting cast in that film. That is going up against Down from what year? I think it's 2019. It is 2019, yep. That one is on Hulu. That is directed by Daniel Stam, written by Kent Kubena. That stars Natalie Martinez as Jennifer Robbins, Matt Laria as Guy. His name is actually Guy. He's just not a, oh. a, a no-named person. <laughs> and Arnie Pantoja as Eddie, who's has a very brief appearance in that. It's mainly just the two actors in that one. But I'll turn it over to you to go into detail on what these two movies were about. Yeah. So Things Heard and Seen from Netflix is about an artist that relocates to the Hudson Valley and can, begins to suspect that her marriage has a sinister darkness, one that rivals her new home's story. And then Into the Dark, which is about two co-workers that live, or that live, (laughs) that work, well, I guess they live, since they work late all the time. (laughs) They work in a New York City high-rise, and they are leaving late one day. They go into the elevator, and it gets stuck. And they get stuck over Valentine's Day weekend but there's not too much I can give about either of these because both of them are have their own twists. So They do, yes. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about those. Well, <laughs> without talking about the twists, let's <laughs> talk about the rest of the movies for, for what we can. What did you think about the writing in these two? 
Yeah. Let's start with Into the Dark. Not Into the Dark. Down? Down. <laughs> Which is Into the Dark Hulu. Yeah. Into like the their Dark. names for their horror. Semicolon down. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a part of their overarching series. It's not a TV show, but it, it's like a series of horror movies mm-hmm. based on different months. So they have one for January, February march etc etc so this was the one for february because it takes place during uh valentine's day yeah i see they're, i noticed they're all like holiday themed yeah from hulu which is interesting but yeah anyway the movie down so it starts off they're working late they go into the elevator and they get trapped so the writing is interesting because it's an hour and i think like just over an hour and 20 minutes yeah pretty short and most of that takes place in an elevator. Probably so about 90%. Like, 90, oh, 90, like, 90, 95%. I started to get claustrophobic watching it. I was like, I, I feel like I'm in an elevator trapped. So I guess they did good in that aspect mm-hmm. of to actually make me feel like I was trapped in the elevator. Yeah. They have a lot of, I don't know, they cut to a lot of like different times. So, you know, they are in it for 15 minutes and then they'll cut to the hour then they'll cut to a different scene where it's a few hours later which makes sense since they can't it's over the span of three days or something like that it's like over the weekend weekend. yeah Mm -hmm. because they're like oh president's day and valentine's day on the same weekend what are the odds of that (laughs) yeah because no one was going to be able to help them until tuesday Mm -hmm. because no one was going to be be in the office yeah oh I already don't like elevators, so it's just made it worse. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but as for the writing, uh, it does have its twists, and mm-hmm. I won't give those away. I don't. I didn't like it when it was just. I don't know. Bef- before the twist, I was kind of getting bored. Yeah. After okay. the twist, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I understand this. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, so, I think the twist is pretty good. I mean. Mm-hmm. You may be able to see it coming, depending on what kind of movies you watch and mm-hmm. <laughs> what kind of formulas you're used to. But I think they do a good job with the way that it works out. Like, I feel like it's one that once you know what's happening, you're like, okay, like this, this does make sense. <laughs> like, I can yeah. see how this works. So I think it's, it actually does a good job in kind of changing gears, because like you said... A lot of it is just them kind of stuck and getting used to being stuck and getting to know each other and all that kind of stuff. And I want to say it it was like 30, 40 minutes into the movie. Oh, yeah. Before you were like, okay, like, <laughs> this really isn't that much of a horror movie because it's literally just these people stuck and afraid to pee in front of each other at this point. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I can see I I could be scared in this situation, but the way that this movie is progressing, it's not much of a horror movie at all. <laughs> and then it gets to that turning point. It I mean, it takes a while to get there, but once it hits that point, I think the movie flows pretty nicely through yeah. the rest of the film. It kept my attention, and it's always surprising to me to see those types of movies because you have like this movie, you had 127 hours with James Franco where he plays the guy who gets his arm stuck in a canyon. You have a movie called Buried with Ryan Reynolds where literally the whole movie is him being like buried alive. 
And it's always surprising to me with these types of movies because you hear the plot and you're like, this movie's about two people who get stuck in an elevator. And you're like, <laughs> I, how am I going to enjoy 90 minutes of two people in an elevator? Like, yeah. That just sounds like, even though it's a short movie, it sounds like the longest viewing experience of my life. But I always, I always get surprised by the end of all three of those movies <laughs> that I'm like, wow, they actually took a very claustrophobic concept and made it entertaining. So I think the writing did good enough. I mean, it's not great. It's not a, it's not a movie that I would like own or maybe even go back to, to watch. Yeah. But I was entertained and, and enjoyed the writing for what it did with the theme and the the setting yeah i think it's similar to things heard and seen in the aspect that it's like a one-time watch because once you know yeah Mm -hmm. what happens it takes away that yeah that whole excitement of wondering what's next right which i guess can lead me into things heard and seen Mm -hmm. so this one writing i like the writing a lot i thought it was pretty decent for a netflix movie Okay. I don't know. I feel like they're hit or miss usually. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wow, this could be really good. Or wow, that you could tell that was a direct, uh, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> right to your viewing movie. But this one I actually enjoyed. I thought they did a good job. There were some things that were super obvious mm-hmm. on where the story was going to go. And other things were not. They blended, which I haven't really seen before. So they blended kind of like a supernatural haunted house movie with like a not slasher, but like a psychopath killer in human form. So it was a combination of a few, which was interesting to me. Mm -hmm. I will actually go the other way uh, on this one. (laughs) I think the writing has pieces of it where it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think I'm wondering how close the movie is to the book. Because I'm sure in any series of a movie being adapted from a book, the movie obviously usually leaves out a good chunk that you get in the book because the book has more time to mm-hmm. talk about the the backstory and the setting and you get to know the characters a little bit more. So I'm curious to see how close it is to the book because I feel like there are pieces in that movie that are really intriguing and really interesting, but I feel like it's just kind of, it was just kind of put together a little messy for me where I don't know. It just, the pacing seemed off. You kind of did have that, that paranormal stuff Mm -hmm. that seemed to happen like within like the first 15 minutes. Yeah. And then I feel like the next hour or so it was never mentioned again. And then like randomly, like at points, they would bring up this ghost that, oh, she's she's been seeing it. At, at first, she was afraid, but but now she's she feels calm or something <laughs> like that. Like that was like a random scene that she had with a character, and I was like, literally, I haven't seen this ghost for like forty five minutes in this movie. <laughs> like, um, then you have the family drama, which made sense, but again, I feel like they were just kind of taking bits and pieces of important things that happened and just kind of mashing them together. 
Sure. Where it just didn't feel like a smooth transition of a movie. It felt like it was kind of hopping all over the place from piece to piece to piece to piece. And a transition of a character kind of gets sped up towards the end that For I was sure. like, whoa, okay, this is now <laughs> like this movie has been two hours long. They've kind of taken their time up to this point, And now I feel like it's just kind of they're like, okay, we need to we need to wrap this up somehow yeah we're already hit we already hit the two hours right so <laughs> again i think i think there's pieces in it of it that is really interesting and i feel like maybe the book is solid in its storytelling and the movie sure. just kind of wasn't able to translate a lot of that into the screen for me i mean mm-hmm. you enjoyed it and i'm sure other people will enjoy the story of the family dynamic because i think that's really kind of what drives things heard and seen mm-hmm. like the ghost story is part of it but it really kind of takes a back seat to what's happening between this family i don't know i just it didn't feel all connected to me it felt kind of disjointed and there were <laughs> pretty silly moments in the later half of the movie that i had a couple eye rolls at because i was like oh, God, <laughs> this is so cheesy but that's just my opinion yeah see i felt the opposite that's crazy Mm -hmm. so i felt like it was connected Mm -hmm. like everything kind of fell into place with fate and the family moving into this house that already had this troubled past you have good and evil in the house and in the family yes so Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's different yeah so let us watch it let us know about the writing yeah yeah see what see what you think (laughs) I think I know where where we stand on this, though. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give my point to Down. And mine goes to Things Heard and Seen. All right. Let's go into characters. What did you think about the characters in these movies? Well, Down, it's going to be pretty easy to talk about. Hey, I've never seen You only so got many... two to talk about. Yeah. And there's only five credited on IMDb, so... Uh, yeah, we only really see Net- uh, Jennifer Robbins, who is the female in mm-hmm. the the elevator, and then Guy, who get trapped in the elevator. Hmm, acting was goofy. I don't know. I thought they're it's a Hulu, so mm-hmm. I get it. I wasn't expecting anything spectacular, but it worked for the movie. And I feel like Guy, his was good until the twist, and then it got. Mm. Eh. Maybe I, not. I thought he was good all the way through. I thought... Good all the way through? I, I was actually impressed more with his performance than with Jennifer's. I feel like Jennifer was a little a little <laughs> cheesy at some points. Sure. But Guy, I thought I thought he did a pretty good job throughout that their, movie. Their dialogue was cheesy. Yeah. But... Yeah. And, and it didn't seem like it wanted to be. It just Mm-mm. seemed like it was. Yeah. <laughs> Well, because there's a scene where they start to get comfortable with each other, and then oh yeah, a huge some of their eye roll scene. yeah, some of their uh, questions to each other. You're like, <laughs> you've known each other for like, I guess maybe a day at this point, but still, <laughs> yeah. I've known people my whole life that I've never asked questions <laughs> like that to. Yeah. So it was very interesting how quickly their relationship progressed. Mm-hmm. Just being in an elevator with someone. And I've never been trapped in an elevator with someone, so I guess I don't know. And this makes me never want to take an elevator. I will say, 
with these characters in Down. Yeah. I don't know if you felt the same way, but I think that Jennifer made stupid decisions. Oh, like, it was horrible. Yes. Three or four times in that movie. Horrible. So stupid. Like, there are so many times where I was like, why would you do that? Like, why? Why would you do that? And it just and takes away from mad. the movie yeah, when a character is stupid. Mm-hmm. We can just go back to Killer Clowns for this. <laughs> if they're re- if they're reasonable yeah. and level-headed, it makes the movie way more enjoyable. Because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, that's something I would do. Like, I, I get it. Man. Mm. Yeah, she was dumb. There's but... just a couple moments in there. <laughs> like, the rest of the movie was fine. You had some cheesy dialogue. But there's yeah. just a couple moments where I was like, you messed up, man. You messed up. The star of that movie? Eddie. Who's <laughs> the security guard that just happens to come in? <laughs> the star of that movie. Who's <laughs> in it for like five minutes. It's funny oh. because I literally just named these characters off. And when you said Eddie, I was like, who's like, Eddie? Who is that? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? Who's in that's, it for five minutes yeah, that's how. End. that's how significant his character is in that movie. The third really... credited person in that film. <laughs> And I can't believe they credited the co-worker of Jennifer's, <laughs> who doesn't have any lines. Or maybe has, like, one. Yeah, you just saw her in the office with her, like... Yeah, across the yeah. the glass. So very interesting characters in Down. Mm-hmm. But things heard and seen, oh, there's, some, there's some fun people in here. So you have Catherine Clare, who is played by Amanda... Seyfried? Seyfried. From Mean Girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> like, that's all I know. And Jennifer's Body. That's the only two movies I know her from. She's interesting as a lead female role. I don't know. Yeah. She reminds me of in um, The Shining. Mm-hmm. Very, like... Wendy. Wendy, yes. Like, just an odd reaction to things and an odd personality. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I guess that fits her. She's this artist that I guess sees things differently. So I guess that fits her role. And then you have George Clare, her husband. I didn't care for George. Um, Let me just say, <laughs> George Clare might be one of the worst characters I've ever oh, seen on screen. My gosh. I literally wanted him to die <laughs> like halfway through that movie. I was like, please just kill this guy because, <laughs> oh man, I've very rarely have I hated a character as much as I hated George Clare watching this movie. He is very slummy. So if you have seen this movie or not, go watch it and then you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Ugh. Horrible, horrible person, which I didn't really understand their family dynamic at first. No. They didn't make that clear. All of a sudden, a a child pops up and they they barely pay any attention again <laughs> the, kind of with the, the ghost <laughs> like the first 15 minutes you have this ghost showing up and like the kid is seeing the ghost and everything like that too and then i feel like the next 45 minutes y- you forget that they even have a kid like they barely yeah. even show her anymore in that movie and you're like what is happening why yeah, are they so here why are they here <laughs> family dynamic is odd George Clare is awful. He's horrible. There's some side characters, which are fun. You have... So I guess part of the story, George 
and Catherine, they move from downtown New York to the outskirts, upstate New York. So they move to this small town, find a house, and then he starts working at a college. So the the head, uh, the chair of the the department art department that he's in, Floyd De Beers is his name. He's probably my favorite. Oh yeah, Easy. F. Murray Abraham. Yeah, he plays the part great. His mm-hmm. acting is great. He's fun to watch. Nice dude. He carries the story. Makes sense. So he's the one that carries that movie along. His back probably hurts from <laughs> carrying the movie on his back. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think I think the side characters are way more enjoyable to watch than oh for sure the leads because I like I like him and I like uh, Justine. Yep, mm-hmm. played by Ray or Rhea Seahorn. She's also in Better Call Saul and is also fantastic in that show. She's <laughs> she's just a great actress. But man, like the acting of those characters was so good, mm-hmm. and the characters themselves were kind of what we just talked about. People who have realistic reactions yep, and remind you of how people would actually be. Like (laughs) making somewhat thought through decisions. I don't know. I just, I I liked the addition of their characters and actually made the movie enjoyable watching it through because I think without those characters, if it was just the two leads, Mm -hmm. uh, That'd be a that'd be a rough movie to watch. Oh yeah, because they make some dumb decisions too, <laughs> just like Down. Yep. So I think my character points are actually gonna go to Down. Down. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Curveball, right? Whoa! I thought you were I gonna. Know. I thought you were gonna a give curveball. It's interesting for this one for me because I hate George Claire so much <laughs> that. Literally watching the movie, I was like, down down wins it just because I hate this guy. Like, this character sucks. Mm-hmm. But then you have, like, F. Murray Abraham and Rhea Seahorn playing their characters. And I was like, man, I, I'm so captivated by their parts. Like, I, I wasn't necessarily captivated by either of the leads in Down, mm-hmm. even though I didn't dislike them as much as the leads in Things Heard and Seen. But I think I think in characters, they might just nudge by my hatred for George Claire and just <laughs> just inch over that they that wash. Yeah. And again, it, it, I mean, it helps when you have other characters to focus on rather than just the two. I will say, if you put them on an even playing field, so like get rid of the side characters. Mm-hmm. Like if you took Amanda Seyfried and I forget the name of. Of the guy who plays her James husband. James Norton. James Norton, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you took those two characters and put them in down, that movie would be terrible. <laughs> yeah. It would be the be. worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> so credited to, to the actors in down for, for making that movie enjoyable and really carrying the load on that one. But Things Heard and Seen did have supporting characters that I enjoyed watching, so I'll I'll give it I'll give it a point in that aspect. Shoot and run. Different pages yeah. today. This ends our friendship. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we only made it to the 40th episode of this podcast yep. before it blew up. <laughs> yeah, before it's... <laughs> what do you think about the music? Uh, It's very horror suspense music. I don't feel like any of it was memorable 
in either movie. Yeah, uh, I'm honestly, if you're okay with it, <laughs> I'm gonna call this one a complete wash because I, uh, yep, I honestly don't remember any of the music <laughs> in either movie, and I listened for it. Like I tried to pay attention to the music. Yep, nah, just nothing there. The first time we don't award any points. Yeah, I really oh, can't. Shoot, like I no. don't. I don't even know. <laughs> Maybe if I'm it comes to that. be a tiebreaker. Yeah. Then we'll then we'll revisit the music category, <laughs> but as it stands, yeah, they are both lacking in that category. I, I for sure, and I think music would have helped in both of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but whatever, whatever, guys. What about tech? Tech. So this is good. In down, you have a. I mainly was looking at camera angles. Mm-hmm. So in down. You do have some down camera angles, but there is a, there's a camera angle at the corner of the of the elevator. So, mm-hmm. and they show different scenes of like a security screen. Yep. So you're like, oh, is like someone watching them? Mm-hmm. What's happening? So that kind of leaves you with I don't really know what's where this is going. Mm-hmm. It, it could come from a do, few different angles. There's only so many camera angles though you can do in a square. For yeah. Us. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I don't know. But Things Heard and Seen, that one felt like a more of a movie to me. Mm-hmm. It felt, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Some of the effects were goofy and were like, oh, like this was made this year and it looks like this. <laughs> You're like, I just watched Killer Clowns from last week and that yeah. had great effects. Oh, yeah. They wrapped people in cotton candy and I didn't even... Realize it wasn't actually a cotton candy gun. Yeah. I thought they were actually were in cotton candy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they lacked on that. But for like different shots and feeling like an actual movie and spooky spookiness, I will give it that. That it actually was Yeah. It was pretty good. I I think I agree completely on this one with you where Down had entertaining shots and cinematography and it was actually kind of like a pleasant surprise because it was Mm -hmm. done better than i anticipated it actually being done but you can only go so far in that one i think (laughs) i think they do the best with what they have and i mean obviously they fill that time frame pretty nicely it's it's edited in a way that keeps your attention it does start to drag a little bit in the middle after they take so long kind of getting to know each other before before things turn into an actual horror movie. But then, I mean, the hour and 20 minutes went by. It didn't seem to go by as fast as, like, Killer Clowns or Night of the Creeps. Like, I feel like those ones, like, I feel like I started the movie and all of a sudden it was <laughs> yeah, over. For was, sure. Whoa, wow, that was a <laughs> fast movie. This one, uh, I mean, it, it felt like an hour and 20 minutes had gone by, but I was never looking at, like the time to see like how much time was left. Sure. So I don't know if you could say like the editing or pacing of that movie, I think was, was done pretty well on top of what they could do with, with the camera work and effects and stuff like that. Things heard and seen, I think is definitely a bigger budgeted movie. It seems like Mm -hmm. a lot cleaner shots. Uh, It looked almost like, I guess in the house, it almost looked like Victorian at, 
yeah, it was in time, like an older house. Like yeah, it seemed like an older horror movie watching it, even though it was like present day time. Mm-hmm. But again, there were some there were some pretty gnarly visual effects that just kind of takes you out of the moment. Like they do a good job of setting up that atmosphere and like setting up those horror scenes. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is creepy. But then they show you the horror, and you're like, meh, lame. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It, yeah. like yeah. it just takes you completely out of it. <laughs> and I will say the pacing, kind of like I mentioned in the writing, it just didn't seem as smooth of a movie to me. So there sure. was a lot of times where I was checking to see like how much time was left. Like, I think stuff started going crazy, and I was like, oh, we must be at the end. And I looked at the time, and it was like... 35 minutes left you're what like, the heck are they gonna do in 35 minutes like <laughs> oh my god so i don't know it it just felt kind of chopped up but at the same time it didn't feel like it, it still felt long too sure like usually when you have a movie that's like chopped up you're like man they just kind of rushed through everything but it still felt long like <laughs> like the story was yeah. rushed but the movie still felt like right. you had like an hour left watching it and you're like oh my god what else can they do in this hour <laughs> what else are they going to show me get to it get to the point so i guess hearing myself talk i guess i'll give my point to down for what they've achieved in producing that movie with probably a i would assume a, a lower budget no i think i might differ though I might go with things heard and seen on this one just because I liked it was a bit more visually appealing and yeah the effects though were not oh boy lame <laughs> but it still gets my point <laughs> you get so hyped too you're like oh this is spooky yeah. <laughs> here's a ghost Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I will say the nice thing about the technical aspects of Things Heard and Seen is it feels like a fall movie. Like it got it me does. in the fall spirit. Mm-hmm. So for sure it does. I was nice I was and cloudy nice. and mm-hmm. leaves on the falling. ground and it looks like nice weather outside, but everyone's wearing like a jacket and whatnot, and you're like, ooh, it's getting it's getting to be fall time. So that was that was fun to watch. Which movie did you enjoy more? That's the that's the question. Yeah. Hmm. So both of these, I think, are a one-time watch. Yeah. I, I can't see myself, unless I was watching it with someone else that hasn't seen it before, I would certainly watch them both. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to put these on for my own enjoyment by myself. Mm-mm. But Things Heard and Seen, I think I enjoyed just a bit more okay. than, than Down. Down was the perfect length, though. If it was any longer, I think it would have been oh, boring. Yeah. Things heard and seen, I think it just got me in that fall mood, like you said. Mm-hmm. It was spooky. It felt like fall. I liked all the moving parts of the story. But, yeah, probably won't watch it again unless someone wants to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I'll, I'll differ from you, but kind of going along the path that we started from the very beginning... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think Down was a good length. It was kind of a pleasant surprise because I I didn't anticipate much from it. I didn't anticipate much from either one just because if it's Hulu or Netflix, I'm always (laughs) a little bit weary on what they're putting out. Kind of like you mentioned before where you never really know if it's going to be a good one or a stinker. (laughs) Um, stinker. 
So I kind of had apprehensions going into them because I was like, uh, it's Hulu and it's Netflix. It could either be really good or it could be bad. So I, I kind of set my expectations low. And I think Down actually did a good job of exceeding my expectations. Not to a point where I'm going to watch it again or, or anything like that. But I think if, if someone asked me my opinion on both of those movies, if they came up and said, hey, I have time to watch one movie. Should I watch Down or should I watch Things Heard and Seen? Mm-hmm. First, I'd say how much time you got. Yeah. Because <laughs> Things Heard and Seen is <laughs> that's a just over two hours. Yeah, I think so. But even if time wasn't a factor, I'd probably suggest Down just because it's an interesting concept and they actually execute it well enough for it to be entertaining. Yeah. And it's always fun to kind of see those movies and say, hey, hey, this movie's about two people stuck in an elevator. And I'm sure whoever you say that to, people are going to roll their eyes and be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like that sounds like a terrible movie. Like, what are they, What can they possibly do with that? But I think Down actually does a good job of making that one entertaining. The characters do stupid stuff in it, which always bugs me. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, not a, it's not a perfect horror movie, and it's not one that I would even go back to and watch. But if you're, if you're surfing through and and are looking for something, I'd probably recommend that one. Things Heard and Seen, I don't think was bad or anything like that. It just didn't do anything for me when the movie was over. There were parts that I liked. I think the end kind of ruined it for me because I think the end was super silly. Yeah, I had to look it up because I didn't understand what was... Well, yeah, they they go with that like artsy kind of ending where it's supposed to be symbolic. And like, I get it. That's, that's cool movies to do like visual symbolism and all that kind of stuff. But you didn't do that through the rest of the movie. Right. Like, why do you wait to the end? Well, I guess you hinted at like that, that theme of what they were going for with the symbolism. Right. But like the rest of the movie was pretty straightforward. And now you make like this weird kind of ending. Yeah. I don't know. Again, that. I feel like that just kind of goes in with the pacing where it just doesn't feel, it feels disjointed to me. I don't know why. It just doesn't seem. <laughs> I believe didn't, you. Didn't seem connected. <laughs> but I mean, if you want to watch both these movies, go and do it. It's, do I it. wouldn't, I wouldn't stray you away from either one, but they're not, a, they're not necessary films to watch, <laughs> I would say. No, I think I will check out more of the Into the Dark. Yeah. From Hulu. Yeah, I think I was looking at like IMDb's different ratings of them, and I think mm-hmm. Down may have been the highest rated of oh gosh okay. <laughs> of the ones, okay. which oh, makes no. me a little nervous. But um, <laughs> but they did look interesting. Like like you said, they had one for like each holiday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, get ready. Next week we have more Netflix original movies. <laughs> yeah, the, the they're both Netflix next week, right? They are. So we have His House, which is actually. Pretty highly rated on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. So it's supposed to be a good one. And then we have <laughs> I Am the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House. Very long title. Ooh. So get ready. I'm ready. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> Thank you.
please remember to replace the speaker on the post when you leave the theater.